everybody, this is pro wrestling legend Jim Cornette, and you're listening to The Rough House. Behold, a podcast for the ages, recorded live from the interdimensional terror vortex of their subterranean dwellings comes the Rough House Podcast version 3.0. Two galactic warriors put down their war hammers and battle axes to perform a more noble task, complaining about professional wrestling on internet purchased microphones. Now with more Simpsons references and Kota Ibushi thirst. This is the Rough House Podcast with Marty and Christoph. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Rough House Podcast, episode number 335, recording date Sunday, August 13th, 2023. Hi, I'm Marty. Welcome back. <laughs> I'm Christoph. Hey, uh, thanks for sticking with us through the uh, little summer hiatus there. Yeah. We, you know, we have lives outside of internet purchase microphones Sunday mornings. So, um, so yeah, took a little time off for ourselves and, uh, we're back. I, yes. I you know, I can't say I'm stronger than ever, no. but you know, <laughs> no, that's, that, would, that more... would take a level of uh, commitment that I'm just not willing to, uh, hold myself to. So yeah, this, this is why Chris is going to be signing up for the DDP accountability house. He's going to be there. Real Shit. Soon. <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, it would help cause that's my, that's my issue is, you know, I'll do a workout or two, and then I'm like, oh, pie. Snacks, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Going away on a weekend vacation where, you know, we go ahead of time and buy, like, a cart full of terrible food. Yep. Um, you know, so that doesn't help. Uh, no, I get it. I I'm, I don't know if it's because I was swimming as much as I was, but I could not stop eating while I was away. Like, I was yeah. just super hungry all the time. I think it's just, for me, it's just vacation mode. Uh, that's true. Because I'm not sure. focused on doing something or getting yeah. to the next gig. So I'm like, hmm, I could eat. <laughs> yeah, fair. Well, uh, Chris, yeah. anyway, I hate to, to break down the, the, the beach stories. Break and, it down. And, and uh, get in the way of all that. But we have breaking news. Uh-oh. Oh. Yes, please. Lester Holt, let me know. Here we go again. Oh, no. So, last night after AEW Collision went off the air, CM Punk had a live microphone. Oh, no. Like, to the house? To the house. Oh, geez. Well, did did he and Comfarter win the uh, trios titles? They did not win the trios titles. Yeah, I didn't expect them to. Uh, Sorry, Comfarter. Yeah, sorry, boys. Uh, But CM Punk, uh, as he's been doing... Did the, you know, post-show, thanks for coming out promo and all that stuff. Um, Although not post-Ring of Honor, thanks for coming out, just the post-collision one. And uh, he looked at the crowd, and they were in the Carolinas, and there's a sign that said, Carolinas Hangman Country. Oh, ooh. I mean, I get it, but also, (laughs) Yeah. Out of context, that doesn't fit well, but okay, sure. Yeah, Mr. Page, I gotcha. So what was Mr. Uh, Mr. Punk's retort? Well, I can read the quote. Oh, uh, please the do. Video, of course, going around online uh, last night into today. Earlier today, I went into a local supermarket and I figured out why they call him Hangman. It's because the pegs in the toy aisle are full of Hangman action figures because no one wants to buy them. He's a peg warmer, unlike me, who moves merchandise and pops ratings and sells toys. <sighs> Everyone in AEW says, I'm the heart, I'm the soul, I'm the spirit. Well, that's objective. Mm. I think he meant subjective, but he's mm-hmm. not objective. What's the fact is that people say, uh, those people that say that certainly aren't the chin of AEW. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
So why can't you just let it fucking lie? Two months. That's, that's how long we had I mean, of collision. Before. Don't start shit won't be shit. Yeah. Shit had kind of settled. And yeah. then he's just stirring shit back up. Uh, the elite resigned. Everybody seemed to be happy. They were all in the same uh, arena for Forbidden Door. Nobody got yeah. mad at anybody that I'm aware of uh, at that Whoa. point. Oh, my God. I, all right. Hot take prediction here. Plane yeah. ride from hell two coming back from Wembley. <laughs> <laughs> Unless Tony takes a uh, fill on his private jet uh, to avoid catastrophe here. Yeah. Cause we don't need to rumble at uh 15,000 feet or however fucking high planes fly. Well, what's even funnier is this week doing press FTR did an interview and they said they felt they were getting closer and closer to a CM FTR versus the elite match. And okay. I would like to just point out that I think this just this whole thing just blows it right back out of the water. I sure, yeah, no, I'm not putting them in a ring together. No, no, it's it's <laughs> it's a bad me? idea. Yeah, <laughs> but like, how you have a show that is dedicated to you, you have a, a whole angle where you're the real world's champion now. Yeah, which is stupid and I hate, but. You have a roster that, as far as I can tell, is pretty much handpicked by you for your show, which will be a point when we actually talk about Collision later. Why are you mad at a sign? Because he's a fragile man. I mean, look at his UFC record. Um, Hi-yo. Fair point. Fair point. But, I mean, okay. Uh, It makes me think that there's some money to be made in... Like legitimately putting Page and Punk in a cage and just let them beat the shit out of each other for money. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, just, just let them get just it, work out. it out, boys. Make some money off it. Have them sign some waivers uh, <laughs> uh, to absolve yourself of any uh, liability when they knock each other unconscious. But, you know, just it's 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 a beef and it's until it's squashed it's going to simmer and yeah. and and percolate every now and then as as it is so just because of the egos involved yeah, 100%. i mean it's it's pro wrestling it's an ego driven business we've you know seen decades of history yeah. supporting this fact for, but for as much as you know the AEW uh plan was to be like oh you know it's not like it was um well, well guess what you get a locker room full of people Yes, who, who are were there to, when it yeah, was? Uh, it's going to happen. Yep. Uh, and then sometimes you take two of them and put them into a Texas Chainsaw Massacre death match on Wednesday. But that's that's something we'll talk about later. Um, okay. Anyway, <laughs> let's get through the rest of the news before we go all the way into AEW for a full episode. Sure. The World Wrestling Federation for over fifty uh, years, the revolutionary force in sports entertainment. When's uh, when's SummerSlam? Uh, SummerSlam already happened, Chris. Aha. Yes, it was last Saturday. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Live right. from Ford Field in Detroit, Michigan. Oh, yeah. Uh, headlined Look. by the ch- tribal combat match between. Oh, it wasn't headlined by Kid Rock? <laughs> no, he just did the intro. Oh, he was a curtain jerker. All yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
was he shooting Bud Light cans with a with a <laughs> uh, with an AK? Uh, no, uh, I, I guess I guess WWE want to make sure that they could still have Bud as a sponsor one of these days. Yeah, considering they're selling every single possible sponsorship they can, although not as egregiously as AAA does. AAA is just like fuck it. Stage now says mayonnaise. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> not not Dukes, not Hellman's, just mayonnaise. <laughs> just yeah, the mayonnaise Mexican mayonnaise council bought this. Yeah. <laughs> 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 a guy in a jar of Manny's costume running out the back door. Hey! Those egg council people got to you, didn't they? <laughs> uh, but SummerSlam, um, it, it had uh, its ups and downs. Uh, it, it had its pros and cons. Um, Nick it con. started strong, ended mm-hmm. very poorly. Uh, oh. Yeah. So uh, first match of the night was Logan Paul against Ricochet. and All the flippies? All the flippies. And it was first because Logan Paul had to get on a plane to go to <laughs> Dallas to second his brother who was fighting in a boxing match that night. Wow. Okay. And he was there in his gear. <laughs> so, like, so he didn't change on the plane? No. <laughs> All right, man. Um, I guess he really is becoming a pro wrestler. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, but uh, Logan Paul ended up going over um, someone. It was not clarified who it was a dude in a hoodie past Logan Paul brass knuckles for the finish. Okay. Well, isn't, doesn't he have one of his YouTube cronies usually accompany usually, him around the ringside? Uh, but it was not that guy. I believe his name is oh, okay. KSI. Um, okay. But no. It was. It was not. It was not him. Um, Kill switch. Engage. What, what's most notable about that is uh, Michael Cole after the match, recapping, said that was a great match, but the ending sucked. <laughs> <laughs> wow! All right, Michael Cole. If you needed proof that Vince McMahon is really out with spinal surgery right now, <laughs> there you go. He just buried the entire product on television. Wow. Um, well, I mean, I guess from a kayfabe wise, if the heel wins by cheating, true. it sucks. But true. still, you yeah. know, Michael Cole in the back of his head is like, I can make this slide here. <laughs> Good for uh, you. Well, Cody Rhodes uh, finished at least this chapter of a story as he ended up oh, beating Brock okay. Lesnar in a match that ended up just being a standard match. Sure. Of course. Why wouldn't it be? Yeah. Uh, it wasn't a Nightmare Family Rules match or anything. No, no stupid no. gimmick. Uh, three consecutive crossroads got the finish and in what was apparently not a scripted segment, Brock decided to, uh, take off the gloves and shake Cody's hand, basically Hmm. putting him over as the next big guy. I mean, okay, sure. (laughs) Uh, There was a slim Jim battle Royal with (laughs) L.A. Knight winning. Okay. So. What's the deal with this guy? I know. I wanted to get into this because I don't. I, I don't watch, so I don't know. I know he says yeah a lot. Yeah, and yeah. that's that's is that it? Is that the gimmick? Uh, he is. I mean, okay, so he's Eli Drake. Everyone okay. knows he's Eli Drake from Impact. Was, he was a TNA NWA. guy, right? Yeah, TNA Impact guy, and then NWA for a hot second. Looked like he okay. might go to Ring of Honor and was still under Sinclair. Got signed. He's very charismatic. Okay. And if you He seems want, like a Mr. Kennedy to me. There's a there's a bit of that. But it's also like here here's a guy. Here's a guy okay. who down to sometimes even diction and style, if you close your eyes, it sounds like at times he's either Dwayne Johnson. It okay. sounds like at times he's Steve Austin. Okay. 
And his promos very much have uh, much like the Attitude Era style. Here's my intro line. Here's the line I'm going to say in the middle. Here's the line I'm going to say at the end. And the crowd gets to sing along with it. Sure. He is essentially, by being that, the perfect WWE star. Right. He's just rehashing shit that's worked in the past. Right. But what is fascinating to me is, A, he's a 40-year-old guy who's been in the business for decades and they're pushing him as this young, hot upstart. Right, right. Yeah, I saw, like, a picture of him being managed on the indies by Percy Pringle. Yeah. Like, that guy's been dead for (laughs) 15 plus years or something. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Um, Yeah. And sure. the, <laughs> is it, does he really like Collective Soul? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he, he he would want to have championships shine down on him. Oh, uh, but man. That's uh, not, and that's, that's the not thing just that's a funny. hint allegation or a thing left unsaid. <laughs> no, no. Um, Slim Jim Battle Royal, by the way, had no like reward for winning. You don't so. get a box of Slim Jims or anything. You, <laughs> no. you don't get you don't get a um, a vintage Slim Jim uh, like supermarket stand with Macho Man on it or anything. No, no, that's some bullshit. Yeah, it was literally just here's everybody who's not on the show. The match. <laughs> you don't get like a, a future endorsement situation. I mean, instead of ooh yeah, it's yeah yeah yeah. Um, what is interesting though is the huh. next night on Raw, it looks like they're pairing him up against the Miz. And they actually had a pretty decent promo back and forth. Granted, it wasn't, this is just like the Attitude Era that the cinema crowd was saying on Twitter. Oh, yeah, they still exist. Sorry, X. But, uh, you know, he he is, like, he's average in the ring. His mic skills are good. I don't entirely understand it, but it's not the same old shit. Okay. Really, the problem is going to be, though... it's very clear that the crowd wants him to be a champion. Right. And how do they handle that? Do they give in? Which championship do they let him, you know, hold who Mm -hmm. does, you know, who needs to put him over to do that? Yeah. You know, that those, those are the big questions. And I don't know that they have good answers for any of them because highly doubtful that they do. Yes. Because, you know, it's not going to be Roman who drops the belt to him. No, no. I mean, hell, there was a there was a statement, and this sounded nightmarish to me. There was a statement at the end of the press conference, post show press conference, mm-hmm. where it's funny how they started doing them recently. I know, right? Who knew? I know. Um, Look at us. Heyman <laughs> <laughs> uh, was asked about you know. The, the bloodline and how far along are we, you know, is, is in, in terms of the storyline that'll yes. never fucking end. Yes. And he said, I think we're in the bottom of the third. Jesus fucking Christ. This has been going on for three years. Legitimately. Wow. This I... started with the Jay Uso. Yeah. Roman Reigns feud. Right. So we're a third, a, a full rotation of everybody fighting everybody takes three years. So we're one third of the way through this thing. That's 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 just lazy. I mean, yeah. make some other fucking storylines here. If you if you if you've shown that you can make a compelling storyline, why not try it with some other fucking characters you got? Yeah, yeah, and you have the the masterminds of it right fucking there. Mm-hmm. Right, but. Are they, uh, I guess the, uh, the writers of WWE are not, uh, WGA. No, no, they are clearly not. Because <laughs> Vince would allow that. <laughs> um, Ronda could you Rousey. Imagine, though, oh, could you imagine if like all the writers stopped writing? Oh yeah. That, that just... reminds me. 
last night on Collision, Punk was wearing a SAG after on strike shirt. And okay. it was very obvious they were trying to cut around it as much as possible. Uh, <laughs> because if you think about it, especially the way that he put well, it over in Kayfabe. Turner slash Warner Brothers is a lot of money up, for, up in the air here. I mean, there's over that, but also uh, David Zaslav, apparently CM Punk's best friend from uh-huh. that, that you know return promo he did. And yeah. it, he's just sitting there being like, you know, fuck your shit with a t-shirt. So well. he's, he's starting shit with everyone right now. All I know is that uh, their little Sebastian showed up to the picket line the other day Hell yeah. with a lot of other Parks and Rec crew, and it just warmed my black and little heart. Yes. Um, Sh- uh, Shayna Baszler ended up going over Ronda Rousey in an MMA rules match. This is I heard weird. this was the shits. Yes, the crowd hated it because they tried to do a legit, you know, MMA style fight. But and it was worse. Poor. Well, some of it was okay. Poor Shayna. Next night on Raw has to work a match with a very fucked up black eye. And like, you could tell she just was sore as hell. She was not moving well. Um, but Hey, she won and farewell to Rhonda. She's probably moving better than the Hardys were on Wednesday, but good God. (laughs) Uh, so wait, Ronnie's gone. Yeah, she's gone. Hell of a, hell of a comeback, right? Like legitimately, her contract's on. She's 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 done. Done. She's out. All right. Yeah. Weird. Go start a go start a blog. <laughs> I think she has a, a vlog on YouTube. Um, of course, she does. Uh, Gunther defeated Drew McIntyre to retain the Intercontinental Title. Not as good as you'd want it to be, but pretty decent. It's because there's no Sheamus involved, beating the shit out of each other, right? Of everybody. Uh, Seth Rollins defeated Finn Balor to uh, retain the World Heavyweight Championship. Okay. Um, Bianca Belair won the Women's Championship in a triple threat, beating Asuka and Charlotte Flair. But immediately after, EO Sky cashes in her Money in the Bank briefcase and becomes the new Women's Champion. Dang. So So that's the second straight SummerSlam. Bianca Belair wins the title. But this time she only holds it for a couple minutes here. Yes. Uh, Is is this EO's first time with the title title? Yes. Uh, First time main roster title title. She had the women's tag belts with uh, Dakota. But yeah. yeah, She was NXT women's champion at some point. right? Uh, You know, I don't remember if she had that. No, that's kind of shocking. She came up in like, you know, the the lengthy reign of Shayna. So, oh, yeah, I don't think she she had that opportunity. Uh, but the main event was Roman Reigns, Jey Uso, in a tribal combat match. Uh, Which was just no DQ, right? Y- yes. Um, this line from the Observer recaps is everything. They began entrances after 11.20 p.m. Eek. And then the main event started at 11.35. Jesus Christ. I and mean, they <clears throat> proceeded... To clearly show us they watched their pandemic-era New Japan Pro Wrestling tapes <laughs> as they proceed to have a 36-minute match that went fucking nowhere until the finish. Yeah, there's there's no reason for – I mean, I know you try to put them over as a, you know, as a single star and as a, a competitor for Roman, but there's no reason that Jey Uso is not pinned in 35 minutes. I agree. I could pin Jey Uso in, you know, 15, maybe 17. <laughs> Depends I, on if he's been drinking <laughs> <laughs> or if I've been drinking. 
Well, uh, the may f- vary. Plus or minus three on the range there. The finish, Chris, would you like to guess how Roman ended up retaining the belt? Uh, I don't know. Did somebody turn on somebody? Damn right. Jimmy turned on Jay. Gee, you don't say. So Predictable this storyline must continue. Uh, so now Jay's on his own, and he's going to call Sami Zayn for backup. And well, then... I don't know about that, because Sami is now out, storyline-wise, with an injury. He got beat down by uh, Imperium on Raw. Oh, okay. Because uh, he has a legit, uh, what's it called on the elbow, bursa sack injury. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, when they did the angle, they shot his arm, and you could see it was just this massive lump. Um, and I remember KO Cena had is, one of those. KO's out right now, too. Oh. Um, he broke a rib, so. Oh. Okay. Just have it removed. That way he can suck his own dick, like Marilyn Manson. <laughs> this guy who played Paul for one of years, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, not not a lot to be excited there coming out of SummerSlam. Uh, really, the, the only new things that they laid ground for heading towards the September pay-per-view, it looks like they're building uh, Seth Rollins against a heel Shinsuke Nakamura as Shinsuke okay. turned on Seth in the six-man tag main event. And uh, this week on Raw, Shinsuke explains his actions. Okay. Um, All right. And then on the SmackDown side of things, uh, Jay – or not Jay, sorry. Uh, is it Jay? Oh, sorry. It is Jay. Uh, Jay declared he's job. out of WWE. So that was that sure. was the end of the show. That okay. He said, uh, he's, he's leaving the company. Uh-huh, sure he is. Sure he is. Yeah. He'll probably yeah. just pop up at NXT like Baron Corbin's been stuck in. Oh, that reminds me. <laughs> Fun story uh, okay. from real life. Uh, as, you ran in the Baron Corbin at the beach. Uh, not quite that, but it is a Baron Corbin story. Okay. Um, so my wife and I watched American Ninja Warrior. Okay. And in one of the most recent episodes, to promote SummerSlam, mm-hmm. they had... Baron Corbin joined the commentary team for a segment. Not known for his talking, Baron no. Corbin. And he probably got one sentence in the entire <laughs> uh, segment. Yeah. But my my favorite part was, my wife goes, so is he any good? <laughs> <laughs> and I immediately went, no. No, <laughs> no he's terrible. <laughs> he's tall. That's yeah, his redeeming thing, that's, that's is that he's him- tall. Uh, special. Um, it's kind of crazy. He's had such a lengthy career, to be honest with you, with such little talent. Yeah, I think it's because he's a guy who never says no. Yeah, hey man, he's got more money in the bank than I do. So sure. <clears throat> uh, so Kyrie, uh, Kyrie Singh, Kyrie Hojo, whatever you want to call her, it sounds like she is going to be heading back to WWE at the end of the year. Oh, um, she's finishing up some commitments to Stardom. Uh, I believe she's working in All Japan show. Um, According to some of the details that went around the Observer this week, she had multiple offers, which makes me think AEW was trying to get her. I would assume so. But Tony loves his little Japanese uh, ladies. Very true. Uh, but uh, she decided to go back to the E. Um, wish her the best of luck with that, considering last time she got sh- uh, shot upon by Charlotte Flair. So good luck. Yeah, that's right. That was a while ago, though. It, it was. Uh, maybe yeah. she forgot because, you know, she did get concussed during the <laughs> whole thing. Um, but, yeah. Uh, you know, make your money, I guess. Sure. Shame uh, we never got any, uh, you know, like a a Riho Kyrie Sane match in, in AEW. Is Riho even still? Yeah, I mean, she's, she's not around, around, but she's still. I haven't seen her in a while, but. 
She's still a thing. She's still a person. Still, you know, she's, she's, she's you sure, doing her, stuff. You sure her and Kyrie Sane aren't the same person? Or just uh... <laughs> You know, I've never seen them in the same room together. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Conspiracy. Let's get those tinfoil hats. Yeah, let's, let's fucking go. Um, but hey, let's go to Japan as we talk about the G1. Oh. I thought you bought us tickets to Japan and I got excited. Once you hit that mega millions, you're like, you know what? I'm taking my boy to Japan. Let's go. If I did, I would, by the Let's way. Let's go buy some smelly panties. <laughs> uh, but uh, the G1 climax as of this morning is Has officially, yeah, it's officially done. Uh, your uh, final uh, matches were uh, including Zack Sabre, Hiroki Goto, uh Naito, Tanahashi. Oh, wait, sorry. That was that was D-Block. Here are the quarterfinal matches. Yeah. Naito versus Hikaleo. Osprey versus David Finley. Mm-hmm. Evil versus Sonata. Mm-hmm. And Okada versus Zack Sabre Jr. Yeah. Um, our winners in that regard end up being Naito, Osprey, Evil, Evil and, Okada. and Okada. And then uh, on uh, yesterday's show, uh-huh. Okada defeated Evil, the person, right. not the concept. Well, he's and, working his way there. And Naito, who got absolutely obliterated by a kick at one point. Oh, really? Will Ospreay. Yes. <laughs> Any, uh, was the match good from what you've seen or heard? Uh, the Naito-Ospreay match was very, very good. Ospreay's a really good pro wrestler. He really is. They, For as terrible a human he is. He had a great match with David Finley in the quarterfinals. <laughs> so... I mean, you mean you mean a wet blanket? That's, yes. Uh, he, he wrestled a, a soggy beach towel. <laughs> he did. <laughs> That's you know what? Uh, just give me that at, at Wembley. It, just give me um, Will Osprey versus a dampened orange Cassidy beach towel. If, if you don't want to do a replay of the, the match, proposed match. Yeah, a hundo. Um, but the finals ended up being Naito versus Okada this morning. Yeah. And your winner of G1 Climax 33, the 2023 winner, heading to the the Tokyo Dome to face Sonata for the IWGP World Heavyweight title is Tetsuya Naito. Nice. I was was hoping you'd say that. You know, I mean, Okada's won a a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. So I I think he's tied with uh, Chono for most victories of the G1. And then Ibushi Um, has a record of like two or three in a row or something. Something like that. Yeah, um, you yeah, know I like I like Naito Sonata because the history there mm-hmm. as a as a Tokyo domain it makes a lot of sense. But it, I will say it, it it doesn't feel like it has like the big massive appeal of well no because Sonata still matches. seems like a mid carder despite having the championship right. Um, my guess would be, uh, of course, this is in theory provided everyone's healthy and able to do it. Is that might be where we see Omega Osprey three and sure. Where we might see Danielson Okada too. Okay. So I mean, those three or two matches <laughs> with the AEW guys really make yeah. for a good Wrestle Kingdom. <laughs> yeah, uh, especially if they also get to you know bring over Mox and Claudio and all those guys at the same time. Kingston, who had a you know oh yeah a, King- a solid showing in the G one, I yeah. guess got got some solid wins. Uh, yeah. Crowd really seemed to love them. Um, Shout out to the uh, New Japan US website, uh, njpw1972.com, for in their championship listings, calling the New Japan strong champion Eddie Edwards. Oh, no. Yes. Oh, <laughs> oof. Yeah. I mean, it's it sucks enough that your name is wrong, 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> then to be called Eddie Edwards on top of it. Yeah. <laughs> Who's as mid as they come. <laughs> it's just. Not great. Uh, that hurts. Not great. But you know what's been mostly good? That'd be AEW. And uh, I, I got to say, I, I hinted to this earlier. It really is feeling like there's a brand split. Sure. Because the collision stuff rarely, if ever, crosses over right. into dynamite proper. This coming week, we're going to see a little bit more, um, which we'll talk about. But it makes collision feel like there's something missing. For as much as we talk about AEW as the a elite. company, well, yeah. <laughs> but as much as we talk about AEW as a company having too much talent, yeah. and you know, so many people to f- fit into so much time. Dynamite feels that way at all times. Collision feels like it needs more people. I think part of the problem is every main event of Collision has featured CM Punk. Or FTR. Or FTR. Yeah. And, you know, which is fine. They're top talent. I I, I understand. Yeah. But, you know, if you have this roster that, you know, you've selected to be over there to get more tv time maybe write more than one major angle to to get them on tv or in the main event or something like Agreed. you know i i get that you wanted punk to be the main character but does he have to be in every main yeah does, does he need to be poochie here yes yeah i mean seems a bit overkill and granted i have not watched last night's collision nor did i watch last week's collision so i'm out a couple episodes here admittedly but well, we'll, we'll you know. talk about that uh and and we'll start with sort of the dynamite side of the world uh, okay. as uh a number one the jericho appreciation society is now defunct Ripped. thank god uh, in a lengthy unnecessarily super indulgent segment that kicked off the show every single person in the jas quit on chris jericho you know what i'll give it a slight pass only for daniel garcia and his his dance his, on the way out his dance and then the fuck you uh, uh fly swatting arm bit yeah. which popped me and i was like okay and then i just fast forward because oh yeah jake hager's gonna talk fast forward <laughs> fast forward fast forward fast forward he's here fast forward um, the Adam Cole MJF bromance continues, although it got some uh, cracks in the pavement this week. Um, so MJF and Cole, A, had probably their best video segment since the original video segment. Yeah. As they went to a trampoline park and murdered small children in Dodgeball. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible actors, these children. I don't know where they yeah. find these. Horrible. Yeah. Horrible. I guess the actor strikes really affecting the uh, the pool of available talent in whatever <laughs> fucking city they were in. Ohio. Um, but then they proceed to have a talk segment on Dynamite this week, yeah. which ended up being interrupted by one Roderick Strong. And Roderick Strong, who, again, I've been pointing out this whole time, he's very much telegraphing he's going to turn on Adam Cole, which makes me uh-huh. think he's not now. I'll tell you where, okay. I, where I think that's going. Um, he got absolutely murdered by MJF. MJF, just oh, by just words. Bodied obliterated Roddy strong, <laughs> just, just buried for an eternity. You're done. <laughs> You're done. My Shake guy. it off. You bland bitch is Ugh. one of the strongest tell offs of all time. 
Yeah, yeah. And including a Taylor Swift reference. So you know what? MJF knows uh yeah, knows what's happening right now. Um this version of MJF, I think I've said this the past couple times we recorded, is just just hitting on all cylinders. Mm-hmm. You know, the the over over exuberant, uh cheerful kind of guy. I'm 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 just eating up every moment of it. The the pre-recorded vignettes, the in-ring stuff. Yes, their segments are probably still a little too long. I think a smidge. Probably twenty to twenty-five minutes of a two-hour show was yeah. was MJF on screen, which he's your champion. I understand this, but you know, <clears throat> it could have been trimmed a little bit. Uh, but yeah, the the relationship, the intro, you know. Cole's kind of coming around on him and, and, you know, but also kind of side eyeing him every now and then. Right. Um, and also kind of, you know, being a little more drawn to the scumbag side of things, which is where I think this is going. I think, I think Cole will turn on MJF and not vice versa. Mm. I don't know if that's a hot take or not, but that's, that, that's, 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 my that's take. where I was going because, uh, the end of the segment, uh, Roddy strong walked off all sad with his new buddies, who inexplicably are now a part of AEW instead of just Ring of Honor, the Kingdom. I mean, Matt I hope T- I don't see him again. They could have him. Like just just bury them all on, on Ring of Honor. Yes. Um, I, I do think that the end result of things in All In is yeah. going to be Cole turning on MJF. And he's turning on MJF with his real friends. The Roddy Kingdom? Strong and the Kingdom. Ugh. God, I, I really don't want to see Matt Taven. On, I really don't want to see Matt Taven on my TV every week. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, in kind of a weird addition to the All In card, I mean, it is going to be headlined by MJF versus Adam Cole. Yeah, baby. they are going to be headlining the pre-show. Yeah, as they will be going against Aussie Open for the Ring of Honor Tag Team Titles. I mean, I'm not going to lie, that match should fuck. Yeah, it, the match should be awesome. Yeah. However. It's kind of weird that you can lose an AEW tag title shot and then immediately go, all right, bring them on our tag belts. Let's go. <laughs> hey, man, you call your shot. They they challenge them, and it's up to uh, it's up to the Aussie Open to accept, right? Isn't that how it works? Well, it, I it guess? did end up getting accepted. So Yeah, so there you go. They texted um, Tony after they were watching at home, and they texted Tony. He's like, yeah, we're, we're in. Book it, brother. So the Jack Perry thing continued. Ugh. Uh, as this guy. He is still not entirely there as a heel. Uh, he as had a, a back performer. and forth with Jerry Lynn, which resulted in this week's match. Rob Van Dam making his AEW debut, complete with Pantera's walk. Yeah. Going against Jungle Boy Jack Perry, or just Jack Perry. Fucking feeling Anselmo getting paid these days, opening for Metallica, getting the licensing fee from AEW. Shit. Yeah. Uh, not, a, not a bad scenario for him. He kind of um, sucks, though, so it's not... <laughs> yeah, he sucks. <laughs> he, Absolutely. He <laughs> uh, yeah. But this was really a story of two matches on Dynamite. Because you had Rob Van Dam, who is late 40s, early 50s. I think he's early 50s, yeah. Turn back the clock and have a really fun match. I'm not going to say yeah. it was as good as he was in his prime. Sure. But they picked their spots, they picked their moments. You know, he did the big uh leg drop mm-hmm. uh onto Jack Perry. He had a frog splash. It still looks amazing although he yeah. no longer had the bit where he literally would bounce himself back yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Hit rolling thunder. He hit yeah. the big yeah, hit the big spots. He he looked really good. He did look good. 
Contrast that to earlier in the show, where the, <laughs> the Young Bucks people. have to carry two mannequins that are apparently the Hardys. Yeah, and younger than Rob Van Dam. Yes. Which just goes to show weed over pills. Okay? Yeah. That's just All day, every day. <laughs> there you go, folks. Smoke weed every day. Uh, what the fuck was that match? Difficult to watch is Incredibly. what it was. Incredibly. It's just sad. It's 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 like God. I can't even equate it to. I mean, I know it. it it's the Iron Sheik entrance to the gimmick battle royal yes. of wrestling matches. Yes, just like oh, why? And where why? Iron Sheik needs a win because he's unable to um, get over a top. Rope. Right. Yes. Um, I get. I get. They get a pop. I get. People like them. I respect what they did. Sure. Prime. Matt. It looks painful when he walks. Yeah. And it's painful for us to watch it. And you can see when he does certain moves, like he has to like figure out, oh, how am I going to land on this? Yeah. Which isn't great. And Jeff is not in ring shape at all. Like he was no. blown up after their intro. <laughs> and he just was missing shit left and right against one of the greatest tag teams of this generation. Yeah. Who are generation also... Me. EVPs of the company. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not the place you want to <clears throat> be totally slapdick. I mean, you can have them employed. They have, you know, they have, uh, what, Brother Zay and, and Ethan Page in a you know a little stable. Just have them, you know, why weren't they wrestling this match? Yeah. Like, that would have been a lot more interesting. Something we match. hadn't seen before. Yeah. yeah. You know, Ethan Page, very uh, capable in the ring. Um, Brother Zay uh, is, is fine. Uh, that's he was one of the uh, private party guys. Yes. Yes. What's, where's the other? Where's Mark Quinn? Is he injured? He's injured. Yes. OK. It might also be getting his tiny little boobies removed. <laughs> no, I like the little boobies. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, very sad. And what's going to be sadder as announced on Rampage this week. Wednesday night on Dynamite, they are going to have a oh, Texas no. Chainsaw Massacre death match. It is called that because it is sponsored by the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre video game. I didn't even know that existed. All right. Yeah. Uh, would you like to guess who is going to be in that match? I mean, I, I, I already know the answer, but it's yes. I still I wouldn't have put those two people together yes. if you gave me 20 minutes to guess random people on the roster. Jeff Hardy and Jeff Jarrett. Winner gets to be Jeff, I guess. Yeah. I don't know why this is happening. You just put Jeff Albertson in the front row. <laughs> Worst match ever. ever. Uh, <laughs> I know that, and, and we said it, Jarrett can be really fun on TV. Sure. Jarrett knows how to work a match without taking a single bump, which is incredible. Yeah. He's going to have to work for like three in this match. Yeah, and it's a gimmick match, so, you know, I mean, I, the, my only thought as to how this came about is that uh, Jeff Jarrett took out a life insurance policy on Karen, <laughs> and it's like, how can I get my wife in a situation where there are chainsaws involved, and this is <laughs> this is how it came to be, you know, Jeff Hardy, known to be reckless in many different ways, mm -hmm. so yeah, hmm, let's see, let's give this guy a chainsaw so he can behead my wife and I can collect that Monet. That's Mercedes, my guess, my Monet. idea. Yes. Um... She's yeah. still, oh, she's injured. Never mind. She's injured. She yeah. uh, fucked up her foot. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't. Put her in get, the back to tank. She'll be all right. 
Uh, also, this is just worth pointing out. The last two sponsored matches have both featured Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. Why'd you no-sell no my back-to-tank joke, <laughs> son of a bitch? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I'm more pissed off at that than the Jeff Jarrett-Jeff Hardy match. <laughs> Come on, my guy. I'm here to pop you. You're not popping. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> the elsewhere in the dynamite averse, uh, we've had an ongoing feud between the Blackpool Combat Club best friends and Lucha Bros, which resulted in a very violent parking lot match. I didn't watch. Was it good? It was good, but not as good as the one with Santana and Ortiz. Which okay. where the fuck are they? <laughs> I need them doing I, something. I saw a tweet that they were put back on the roster page recently. Yes, so were. maybe uh, return inbound. Yeah. And I, I saw know. Ortiz is working an indie show soon. Okay. Um, but because it was well, Santana was that was injured, Santana, right? Yeah. Santana was the one who was hurt and he's yeah. been posting videos about his comeback. So, okay. Um, but yeah, I guess this is probably going to lead to something at all in um, this week. It was Lucha Bros versus Blackpool Combat Club in a very uh, weird match crowd wise. Yeah, um, they, they did eventually warm up to him, but it was pretty cold at first. Yeah. Uh, it, however, does get to live on in history, if just for the image of Claudio wearing Penta's mask after they stole it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I'm hoping Ray didn't, because uh, 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 Taz pointed out, when uh, Phoenix did that uh, moonsault onto uh, Utes on the outside, he did kind of yes. maybe tweak his knee. So I'm hoping that's not a, a major thing. Yeah. Um, toes crossed on that. Yeah, but um, yeah, some kind of three-way situation happening. Uh, maybe ladders involved at Wembley ooh, would be pretty ooh, I cool. Like, I like that. I like that with, a lot with those guys. Um, so, yeah, that that would be very very cool. Um, the only other bit worth talking about is sort of the the continued growth and emergence the, uh, in the uh, hierarchy of villainy within AEW of uh, Swerve and the Embassy. Oh. Yeah, mogul embassy as they added AR Fox to their group. Smart, smart pickup there. We got a dead mic. AV, AV in the house. We got AV in the house. Anyway, yeah, Swerve um, and AR Fox went to the Buddy Wayne Academy in Seattle and attacked Nick Wayne very violently. Uh, There was blood involved. Uh, Luckily, he's 18 now, so child abuse, but, you know. (laughs) <laughs> they, they they just bloodied him up in his own house which uh is kind of a bummer for him but yeah ar fox now part of the the mogul embassy which is uh it, it has a lot of numbers is what i'm yes. saying so you have swerve ar fox nana as the manager cage yeah. and then the gates of agony and that's yeah. six seven i can't do math six, at least six people yeah, and they look impressive coming out together. That was that was one of yeah. my big takeaways. Well, I mean, on Nana, Wednesday, like Nana doing the dances, taking his own sort of thing. Like, if we can't have a Stokely, I'm glad we have a Nana. Yeah, uh, shout out Nana, by the face. way, for using the most classic heel trope in the book when you're on uh, a mic. If they aren't booing you, yell "Shut up" while I'm talking. Yeah, even though they're not talking, because they yeah. will boo the shit out of you. Yep. Um, yeah. But uh, it looks like that's going to be heading to a double coffin match at All In. So if the, if this is where Sting's career ends in a coffin match at Wembley Stadium against you know AR what? Fox, <laughs> I mean against Swerve, well, let's yes, say Swerve and AR Fox career well spent. I'll I'll, I'll give it that. Yeah. Um, but uh, 
all in all, the all in card is starting to look pretty good. Uh, you forgot to mention uh, we have a new uh, oh, yes. AEW Women's Sorry. Champion. We have a new AEW Women's Champion. Main Kara eventing Shida. the show two weeks in a row. Even though they decided to throw a commercial break in the second main event. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, Hikaru Shida winning the women's title on Dynamite 200. And then defending it the following week against Anna Jay. I mean, Sheeta rules. I, I yeah. have no qualms with her as champion. No, not at all. I'm, I'm, I mean, it was shocking because it had not been a very long ring for Tony. No. Uh, but the Outcast stuff is just. Yeah. It's, 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 it's played out. His running is a little thin here. It's a very WWE thing. And I get they were all in WWE, but I don't know. It plays I mean, very WWE. It yeah. does. It doesn't, it doesn't mesh with the style. Yeah. Um, at the, at the very least, though, it is something different than Britt Baker calls everyone a bitch. So that's true. Well, she has her qualifying match against uh, the bunny. That uh, you know what? I'm I'm really rooting for the bunny to get in this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, coming back from an injury, the bunny works her way into Wembley. Yeah. And Britt doesn't get to do anything. I was I was texting Mark yes as I was texting you watching Dynamite yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> he says, "Do you see the bracket for the women's championship?" I said, "Yeah, Tony loves a bracket." And he said, "This is the laziest women's bracket he's ever seen in his life." I'm like, "Yeah, you're kind of right." Oh, is it going to be uh, sky blue going to Wembley over Soraya. Yeah. <laughs> Is it going to be the bunny over Britt Baker? On a J over Hikaru Shida. Over the champion? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, Tony. Uh, I mean, fair. I know you're, you're a pod collector. You got a couple other, uh, you know, uh, toys to play with there. Right. Uh, but what, what I will say that's interesting is, um, that you have this set up for this four way and it's like, they've done a billion four ways. Well, I think they're selling it as every was it every there's been a a, a noted history of four way women's matches. Gotcha. So they're trying to say that they're keeping that alive. It's kind of a cop out explanation here, but that's uh, what it seems like they're going with. Yeah, very weird. Um, so that then takes us to the other side of AEW. <laughs> and <laughs> last night's collision. Uh-huh. So, like I said, it's starting to feel very small, the roster. because because yeah, they're only featuring the same 10 people. Right. So, you know, uh, there was, and I, I got to, I, I meant to send this to you, so I got to tell the OG538 about this as well. Okay. There was a video segment on Twitter only yesterday right. featuring Bullet Club Gold that was absolutely fucking hilarious. Okay. Uh, the idea is Juice Robinson didn't have a match this week for Collision. Okay. Ending his seven-week streak of having a match on every episode of Collision. Part of the problem, but yes. Part of the problem, absolutely. <laughs> so the Guns and Jay White decide to cheer Juice Robinson up. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. And uh, it's incredible. It, all it right. Is, it is a great time. Yeah. Absolutely loved it. They've turned the page on on BC Gold, so I'm, yeah. I'm I'll watch that. But uh, in the Collision Averse, uh, Ricky Starks <laughs> is now the biggest heel uh -huh. as uh, he not only beat CM Punk last week, beat up the dragon, but beat up Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Yeah, um, motherfucker. Yeah, uh, because of that, they announced on this week's Collision that Starks is suspended for thirty days. So he will not be movie on or all in or all out. However, he got a manager's license so he can stay on the show. 
<laughs> okay. Yeah. It's just it's so stupid, but all right. Sure. Very, very. Who's he going to manage? Well, if you ask me who I think. Yeah. Samoa Joe asked for last week on Collision a match against CM Punk at Wembley. Oh. Okay. Punk did not address it. Sure. So Joe not. said, if you're not going to answer me, I'm going to make you answer me. And okay. he proceeded to interrupt and cause the finish of the main event by choking out CM Punk. <laughs> okay. All right. So I think we might have Samoa Joe versus Punk at Wembley, but Starks is in Joe's corner. Counter offer. Okay. Uh, since Samoa Joe... Uh, it doesn't really make sense, but just go with it here. Um, we put Ricky Starks in a black trench coat and a black hat, and we kick Julia Hart to the curb and have Ricky Starks manage the House of Black. I'm not opposed. I'm get not some, opposed. Get some guy liner on him. Get, you know what? Get the full Black Parade, My Chemical Romance. Yeah, have um, him run back the Darby face paint. Yeah, there you go. Let's. Uh, there, there's there's my idea here. Basically, I just want to get rid of Julia Hart. It's the because I still got <laughs> she still got still heat. Still so embittered. Still got heat over that Lucha Brothers match or Death Triangle. Yeah, they uh, continued to run the weird duo TNT champion thing with Luchasaurus and Christian Cage. Uh, they fucked up uh, Brock Anderson again. So that he's still happened. employed. Yeah, Brock Anderson uh, is a is a is a collider. I guess I'm surprised he didn't uh, you know run off to NXT like uh, Brian Pillman Jr. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> my, what my, a get! My favorite thing about that is <laughs> was uh, somebody some stupid you know clickbait um, like Ringside News or something said former AEW star signs with NXT and then somebody quote tweeted it and said this is inaccurate Brian Pillman Jr. was never, never a star, a star. <laughs> <laughs> it just it takes me back to the old uh, the Simpsons clip show uh, Troy McClure uh, intro or what popular um, what what popular character yeah, was, was seen in two in episodes and then killed it's like Dr. Marvin Monroe. He was never popular. <laughs> Great stuff. But the thing I'm most excited about in the Collision Averse, Chris, come farther. No, no. Okay. This All week, in. the uh, FTR Young Bucks match. Uh, I mean, that'll be very good. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. This week, Powerhouse Hobbs called out Miro. Oh, let's go! Yeah, big meaty men slapping meats. Unfortunately, the uh, the the QT crew of Camarado and Solo popped up God during damn this, it. so I guess they're still with Hobbs, which is funny because I thought the whole storyline was he was trying to distance himself. Distance I thought, himself yeah, I thought that had TV. finished. And of course, QT wasn't on the show because he was busy winning a title in AAA last night. I'm sorry. He won a title in AAA last night. Man, all right, I need to get to Mexico and win a title in AAA because they're giving them out to fucking anybody. Yeah, the, the belt or one of the belts that Phoenix uh, gave up. They mm-hmm. had a six-way for it. And QT won. With whom? Beating Penta. Duh. Oh, oh, He pinned Penta. Uh, ooh, urge to kill rising right now. Yeah, not great. Well, that's that's AAA pissed that uh, the Lucha Bros are not taking many more bookings and doing more stuff in the states. That's what that is. But still, that's an agree. That's an egregious finish right there. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, 
uh, it, it was a four way, not a six way, but it was a uh, QT Marshall, Pentagon Junior, Drillistico, and Texano Junior. Oh, Tejano. Yeah. Um, was, so uh, your new AAA Latin American champion is QT <laughs> Marshall. Yeah, because if I look at that pasty ass white boy, I think Latin America. <laughs> All right. So what a puppy says. this coming week on Dynamite, stacked show. Yeah. Uh, we got? Britt Baker versus the bunny. Oh, yeah, of course. Well, we know how that's going to end. Yeah. Bunny. Uh, Jim Ross doing a sit down with Kenny Omega. Okay. Uh, MJF and Adam Cole will be talking about the main event of All In. We've got Darby Allen and Nick Wayne against the Gates of Agony, Bishop Khan and Tia Leone. And <laughs> additionally, we have uh, two more matches that were announced on uh, Saturday. Uh, Orange Cassidy against Wheeler Yuta for the International Championship. Okay. And the the Young Bucks will be going against the Guns. Okay, I thought the Bullet Club Gold were collision people. They are, but they're going to be on Dynamite this week. Okay. Uh, and that seems to line up with what we'll wrap up the show with what it looks like the all in card is leading to. So, so far officially announced we have in zero hour Aussie open against MJF and Adam Cole for the ring of honor tag team titles. Baby. We've got the rubber match between FTR and the young bucks for mm-hmm. the AEW tag team titles. We've got the four way for the women's championship. Sheeta, Tony storm, Soraya, and let's be honest, Britt Baker. Yep. Tag team coffin match, Darby Allen and Sting against AR Fox and Swerve Strickland. The world title match, MJF versus Adam Cole. Uh-huh. We have the hinted CM Punk versus Samoa Joe match, which okay, totally cool, totally fine with it. But uh, this week in the Observer, these additional matches were talked about. Okay. Chris Jericho versus Will Ospreay. Do not want. I do not want. Moxley, Claudio, and Wheeler Yuta against Eddie Kingston, Orange Cassidy, and a mystery partner, who I would presume would be someone from New Japan that's in town working other shows. Right, yeah. Hopefully Shingo. Huh. God, that'd be great. <laughs> and it sounds like the rumored Omega Takeshita match being bumped back a week for All Out, because instead it will be Omega, Adam Page, and Ibushi against Jay White, Juice Robinson, and Takeshita. Hmm. Which sounds awesome. Provided yeah, how, it's not it's not Fatabushi. How's Takeshita work in with the BC Gold? Uh common enemy, I guess. Okay. I mean a bit of a stretch, but Sure. On paper, I'm here for it. Yeah, on, on paper it sounds like a, a really great match, but there's gonna be eighty thousand screaming AEW maniacs in the fucking yeah. Wembley Stadium. Uh, yeah, they've, they've surpassed the record now, haven't they, of SummerSlam 92? Well, it depends. There oh, was geez. some very, very stupid back and forth on Wikipedia this week. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, okay. So the there, of course, is a listing of the most attended wrestling shows. and uh-huh. now, WrestleMania 3. WrestleMania 3 is at the top with its real number of like 78,000, blah, 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 versus the 100,000 they announced. Yeah. So that got bumped down by all in because it looks like 80,000 plus are going to be there. Um, That's how many tickets have sold. So there was an episode of SmackDown last year that aired from the Rolling Loud Festival, a music festival. 
So they counted that at 200,000 attendees for SmackDown. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard of because these festivals are multiple day events and not everybody at the festival watches the fucking wrestling show. However, because nerds got to be nerds and if this is right, then that has to be right. That show was very quickly bumped down by Gamescom 2023 in Germany. (laughs) 262,000 people seeing the main event. Of Evil Uno and Christopher Daniels. Wow. I'm surprised nobody uh, uh, added, edited again to include Hog Wild uh, from Sturgis <laughs> in, what, 96 or something like that? Yeah. Or Beach Bash when everybody in Daytona Beach attended <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the whole population. Can we count the grains of sand as fans? Yeah. There you go. Wow. That's pretty stupid. Incredibly stupid. But. That's pro wrestling. And this has been the Rough House Podcast. We'll get you next time. Bye. Yeah. The Rough House Podcast is a weekly podcast fueled by coffee, pizza rolls, and the stench of dirty litter boxes. Follow Christoph and Marty on Twitter at RoughHouseSGW, at Facebook.com slash The Rough House Podcast, and at Patreon.com slash The Rough House Podcast for early access to episodes, exclusive podcasts, Rough House Redos, and Rough House Divided movie trivia games. New episodes drop every single Monday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Subscribe, motherfuckers! This is the, the Rough House, Rough Pod- House uh, podcast with Justin and Kristoff. That's it. Fuck Kristoff. He's terrible with his information. Okay. Hey, this is The Rock. Shut your mouth, jabronis, and listen up, because this is the Rough House podcast with Marty and my least favorite man on the planet, Kristoff. This is WWE Chairman Vince McMahon. Well, the whole be a star thing didn't pan out, so be a dick. Bounce that little shit's head off a locker. How about a swirly, you little four-eyed bitch? Oh, is that your asthma inhaler? It's mine now! Oh, looks you got a big tray full of food. It's up in the air! Be a dick! Oh, that kid can't afford the same type of clothing that you have? The high-end, fashionable stuff all the popular kids are wearing? Yank his headgear out! Be a dick! You don't play sports? What a little bitch! Smack him in the ass and pull his underwear over his head! Be a dick! Oh, look at the little math genius, the math lead, trying to take a wee-wee number one with your little candy corn dick. Time for a swirly! Drinking your own little peanut dick juices, dork! Be a dick! <laughs>